Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com. Cowboys are making some moves. There is a lot going on in the National Football League regarding one former star quarterback, and we're going to unpack it all for you as we kick you with the headlines in the G-Bag Nation Hour. Number one, Zach Wolchuk, Brian Broaddus, the Super Bowl championship scout, Lucius Alexander. We got Carter Freeman back coordinating your video on Twitch and on YouTube. Carter was there last night watching Texas State drink all the booze there at SMU's home stadium. They got their first ever bowl victory. Shout out to Texas State. They end up storming the field. They filled it more than any SMU home game this year. I mean, the Texas State faithful there for the Bobcats, they were showing out. It was incredible. And Carter's going to tell us all about it when we have a little Carter goes harder in the 6 o'clock hour. We also will have Zach Martin today. He's moving up as usual. Uh, We'll talk to him about 4.45, 5 o'clock-ish. We got Baldy here at 4 o'clock on our usual hump day. There's a lot happening in the world of the NFL right now, Brian. A lot happening in the NFL, a lot happening in college football, and uh, happy to be with everybody today to all talk about it. Got to get to uh, talk about this Detroit offense yes. a little bit at Krusty's Corner at 240. Are you going to terrify us all at 240? I'm, I'm not going to try. It's a good ter- offense right there. It is good, but there's there's a couple of areas that you can uh, maybe attack. All uh, right. If you're uh, Dan Quinn, I hope they will uh, I'll go hope they go that route. Trying to make it 16 in a row at AT&T Stadium or the Dallas Cowboys. Feel sure you'll be able to hear that Saturday, 715, a historic night. Jimmy Johnson going into the ring of honor right here on your home of America's team, 105.3 The Fan. The uh, headline news currently, Cowboys releasing linebacker Rashawn Evans, who, according to the Frisco police, was arrested yesterday for possession of marijuana, which was anywhere from two to four ounces, as the Dallas Morning News is reporting. Our sister station, 1080 News Radio KRLD, reporting as well. So he's released. He's a former 2018 first-round pick. Uh, He was signed to the practice squad a couple of months ago. Hasn't played a ton. He only played seven snaps, all on special teams and you saw him get out there uh, throughout four games sparingly, but now they're going to go ahead and activate Matt Willetsko, Yes, who we actually liked quite a bit. Solid draft pick, really big offensive tackle, and maybe they were a little frustrated with the way Chuma Doga played, and this allows you a, another option there at offensive tackle if indeed Tyron Smith isn't able to go. Yeah, and first off, let's circle back around with Tyron Smith. That one's a hopeful this week. Uh, we'll see how that all plays out, but... Uh, that was the word I got. And then also hopeful, but I think maybe for another week with Hankins, this one might be a little bit more of a dicey situation. Uh, right. And there's, you know, it's just in visiting with some folks about it and and, and how difficult. And, and the thing we got to remember with Hankins is high ankle sprain, and then you're dealing with a, now you're dealing with a man that's 320 some odd, 330 pounds. And, you know, his job is to take on blocks. His job is to hold the point of attack. Uh, you know, you're asking him to, you know, he he needs to play on both feet. 
You know, he he doesn't need just to be a one-legged football player, and uh, and uh, he's got to he's got to be able to anchor down in there when he has to. And so that one, they're trying their best to kind of work with him. But like I say, high ankle, large man makes that uh, makes that recovery uh, even more difficult one. But they're doing their best to try and get him ready for this one. Yeah, hopeful that that certainly he can go. Uh, you know, Chume Adoga definitely had his you know lapses and, and struggles at times in that Miami game. So we'll see what the Cowboys decide to do if indeed Tyron's not able to play. Hankins, look, I mean, this is a game that I do think you would really, really want, Jonathan Hankins, with the style in which Detroit runs the football. I think that is very, very important. You know, without Jonathan Hankins last week, Cowboys ended up ranking fifth best in the entire National Football League in DVOA, which is a stat that kind of accumulates everything when it comes to your overall productivity as a run defense. So I, I think that the matchup and the style in which Miami ran the football when it's a lot of east and west and it's attacking you on the perimeter, Cowboys did a much better job with their run yeah. fits. They did a much better job using their speed, uh, being able to shed tackles, playing with their eyes as we talked about. But this is going to be a, hey, we're going to line up, we're going to smack you in the mouth, and we're going to run right down your throat, similar to what we've seen San Francisco do, Buffalo do. This could be a different type of running style in which the Cowboys are playing against. They rank 12th overall in the season. Yeah. But this is the one that I think has given them problems that Detroit's going to present. Yeah, it, it's a little bit different because of when you look at Miami, and you're absolutely right, it's more of a perimeter run offense. And not that Detroit can't get to the perimeter, but they've got a couple of backs that when you when you really sit down and study you know, how they play, it's, it's impressive. I mean, it really, really is of how quickly uh, that they're, you know, they're able to get the ball to the edge and, and, you know, and being able to then if they have to take the ball and run inside. And, you know, that's the thing that I, I mean, when you, you know, with Gibbs, uh, he, he is super impressive. I know we talked about him a bunch with, when we're doing the draft shows, we're getting ready for the draft. It was him, Bijan Robinson. It was, there's some teams you talk to that had Gibbs over Bijan Robinson. Both catch the ball extremely well, uh, but man, the way that they attack you, uh, it, it puts you under a lot of, of pressure because you know you're dealing with guys that, as you said, can get to the outside, but also have the ability to push the ball inside to the middle and then break and then bounce it and out. Ba- and yeah, and and Gibbs has been. I mean, yeah, his long yeah. touchdown to seal their victory against Minnesota last week was exactly that. They're going off in between the garden center, and then boom, he kicks it right outside. He has just tremendous home run speed uh, and, and, and game-breaking ability. Now, I will say Cowboys-Dolphins, congratulations, 31.5 million viewers there on Christmas Eve. It is the most-watched program in all of television since 1995. So eyeballs were certainly on the Cowboys and the Dolphins. We'll get back into breaking down the Lions offense at 240 Krusty's Corner. A developing story, though, it seems like Russell Wilson's time in Denver might be coming to an end. Yeah. As the team is benching him, they're going to play Jarrett Stidham. A big reason for this is, well, uh, he would have his salary completely guaranteed if indeed he can't pass a physical by early March. So this helps increase the Broncos' financial flexibility this upcoming offseason because now – you know, if indeed they're making sure he's not hurt, they can go ahead and save and split up their dead money between two years, uh, and they're going to save a little bit of cap space as well. But looks like Sean Payton uh, not believing in Russell Wilson anymore, and that trade two years later looks absolutely terrible for the Broncos. Yeah, it's uh, 
George Patton, who's the general manager there in, in Denver, is, uh, you know, he's he is now part of, you know, he was part of the, the plan going forward. Uh, you know, he hired a coach, and Nathaniel Hackett didn't work out for him. Uh, they've kind of gone through some coaches there. They've gone through now a new ownership. And then you get Sean Payton, uh, who uh, comes in there, and, you know, he'd like to, you know, have his own guy. And, you know, he did the best he could to work with uh, with Russell Wilson. And at times, Russell Wilson has played pretty well. But uh, but overall, you know, Sean's going to make the decisions he thinks best for the team, and and that's kind of where they're at right now. And, you know, they're going to try and save the save the money and uh, – and you know they're going to take some caps hit, take excuse me take a cap cap hit on that yeah and uh you know but that's Sean will find a way to go out and get the quarterback that he absolutely wants yeah and it's a great class I mean you and I are doing some early work on it I've watched yeah. three so far all three I think are are very very talented yep. but uh, yeah they're going to split uh, basically it'd be thirty nine million dollars they're going to have to eat that they can split between two seasons if they release Russell Wilson by March 17th, so something uh, to monitor there. They've still got a 6% chance to make the playoffs, but it appears going with Jared Stidham, unless maybe they can win with Stidham, uh, they're going to punt on that and realize, well, the hey, loss, we, need to, we need to play for the long, long yeah, play here. But, well, the loss, the, loss to, the loss to the Patriots, just really, that was devastating. Uh, just absolutely devastating. And, and you know, that they needed that game. And, heck, I, I kind of felt like that, you know, I made the bold proclamation last week or a couple weeks ago that, Denver was going to win the division. It you looked know, good at the time. And I'm thinking, man, Kansas City, but Kansas City's doing their part to fall apart, you know. But Denver, with that, that's just a that's just a really terrible loss uh, to New England, a game they absolutely had to have. And so, uh, you know, Sean's you know, feeling like with just eight percent of a chance to make the playoffs, then you know it, it's time to really look at the big picture where their team is. And uh, he's determined that Russell Wilson is not part of his future going forward. And talking quarterbacks, you know, we got a question from the two one four. Is Goff even going to play on Saturday night? Lions have locked up their division. They're they're still trying oh, they're, to play for no, seeding. They got a lot no, to play they for. They got still. a lot to play for. This this is an important game for both teams right now. And yeah, they they are trying to, you know, they're trying to get the best seating that they can. And you know, we'll see how all things uh, you know play out with San Francisco involved. Philadelphia is in the mix and. And now, uh, you know, the Lions, they, they have a lot to play for to kind of trying to keep winning. Mavs back in action. They're going to be taking on the Cavs at home tonight. That'll be a 7.30 tip as uh, they look to continue their winning ways after a Christmas night win over Phoenix. Injury report heading into Cleveland. Luka is questionable with that left quad. Josh Green questionable with the right elbow strain. Tim Hardaway Jr. dealing with a little bit of an illness right now. They have ruled out Kyrie and Maxi Kleba, but uh, Lively, not on the injury report, which is great. Getting him back in the lineup was huge to be able to beat Phoenix, but uh, very excited. Donovan Mitchell and company heading into town. Cleveland 17-13, and 13. maybe a little disappointing for the, you know, the air was definitely pointing up there with Cleveland. They had a very good season last year, but a fun matchup tonight at the AAC that we'll be uh, breaking down a little bit later. We'll go around the rim coming up at 340. Looking forward to that, but hopefully, Luca. what do you think? 40? Point triple double. He had a fifty. I'll tell you pointer. what, man. He is. He is. He, to his credit, man. He has totally embraced having to play all these minutes and to do everything in his power. I think he likes playing with Lively a lot. Yeah, I think. I think, he, I think him he, and Lively have it. I think going Jones. On I think he likes. I think he likes his guys. I really. I really do. I think he. You know, he's. 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 You know, he wants Kyrie to come back. Heck, we all do. But I think he is. He's embracing the the grind of trying to carry this team 
and his you know his fitness has been a big part of this. His talent is all world. Uh, so yeah, it, uh, it it's an exciting time to watch uh, Dallas Maverick basketball, especially with the way Luke is playing, and then also with Lively, the the young man is just. I think he's totally exceeded any expectations we had for him in the first season. Stars will be playing in St. Louis at 7 o'clock at 6 later tonight. I know that's a, a while from now, but my goodness, there is a tremendous podcast, uh, the Spit and Chicklets podcast. If you haven't heard it, it's it's probably the best hockey podcast going outside of Spits and Suds. Spits and Suds Spits is my personal favorite, yeah. Of course, yeah. you can uh, catch that on the Odyssey app, but man... Wayne Gretzky, the great one, was telling some <laughs> unbelievable stories. He's about got his he's got a game meal. Yeah, uh, drinking beers with uh, the Russian team in yeah. 1987 during the Cold War. I yeah. mean, it, it's epic. Uh, what some of the stories that the great one tells. But Stars looking to continue their winning ways after an epic comeback against Nashville as they're in uh, Nashville taking on the even blues. too. Wow. Yeah, mm. keep, keep the road road streak rocking right now. So uh, I believe it'll probably be Wedgwood back in net. For the Stars tonight, haven't got the official lines yet, but looking forward to watching Stars and Mavs tonight. And then we've got tremendous bowl games. I think we got Texas A&M and Oklahoma State. They do. Eulis Trinity's own Ollie Gordon trying to lead the Pokes to victory over the Aggies. Yeah, it's uh, we're getting to that time where you know you get towards the end of the year. These bowl games, it's I think it, I feel bad for the bowl games in a, in a way that it takes a little of the luster, like the Florida State Georgia, you know, the the game, the Orange Bowl game. There's so many great players at Florida State that are just saying, nah, no thanks. I'm declare you know, I saw where Coleman, the Keon Coleman, the wide receiver at Florida State is officially already, declared. Officially declared, yeah. You know, and uh, he'll be one of the top picks in the draft. Boy, what a good looking player he is. But yeah, I, I feel bad for the bowl games. I, I heard a coach, let me throw let me throw this out there to you, Zach. See what tell me what you think about that. Bouncing Huffman. I heard a uh, a coach was talking with Rick Newheisel. I was listening to a pod uh, a broadcast on Sirius. And the coach mentioned, oh, it, it was Dan Mullen. It was actually Dan Mullen. Okay. I, now I remember this correctly. It came back to me. Dan Mullen uh, told Rick Neuheisel that, hey, what if we played bowl games? Not, okay, the non-playoff game. But, the, you know, what if we played bowl games like after spring practice? Like you played bowl games in May, like the first week in May. Huh. And and the reason being is okay. You have your your spring practice, so you can get ready for a game. Mm-hmm. But you got your team together, right? You got all your team together, and now you p- go play the bowl game. It's kind of like it gives you an extra game to kind of see where you're at. Yeah, going into like the a season, preseason game. Yeah, that like means a, a little bit more. Yeah, like I a, guess yeah. there's a bowl on the yeah, line. Yeah, like they, I don't like know. you get to go to a bowl game. You get to go play in a new in another city. You get to take your team. You get to practice. You get to get ready for a game, kind of get your team prepped, and then you and then you play the bowl game in when you've got your roster. Like you know who all your like you're going into the season. Okay, this is going to be our team for 2024. And so you get that extra, it's almost like a preseason game. It's an exhibition game, really, right? I I don't mind this idea, but I do think isn't the bowl a essentially an, a reward for your, your season prior? Yeah, but so now we're carrying it over to the next but, season but when me, it's a, a new okay, team. Okay, it's a reward, but who's honestly playing? Yeah, well, now you do have a lot of these guys that are declaring for the draft and they're skipping the bowl game unless yeah. they're in the playoff. Yeah, so I I hear that so, justification of it. But so, but you're but you're actually what getting, about those seniors that that do want to play in it that don't have an NFL future? Now they've yeah. graduated, they can't play. Well, most of the se- well, that's that's a good point. 
Uh, but to me, it's kind of like, you know, the seniors. Ah, yeah, you're right. I, I was I'm going to crap on that idea, but no, I, I do think I maybe it. we can add more college football and get more inventory and do preseason bowls. I I just I just thought that it would be it it you know I feel bad for the seniors yeah. but you know that I, you know now that you put it really that way and I thought it was like man you know it's interesting but you got your team you actually got your team so you're going to see like how your team is going to look yeah. going into the season there could be a benefit to doing something like that but I don't think you just move the bowl game from the previous season to the next season I think that there's another way we could just do a whole new thing here. And now we're getting more college football. And I think we're all for uh, more college football. I, I like the idea myself because I was thinking like, you know, the seniors. Yeah, 682 FM seniors. 214, that, that's a horrible idea. Oh, really? 69, amazing idea. Yeah. 817, seniors can't play. So we've got to divide. This could be a hot topic. What do you guys think? Bowl games moving to the spring after I just uh, you've felt got like, spring I, games. I felt like, the you know, the University of Texas – Say they play in the bowl. I mean, okay, they're in Obviously the playoff. Obviously, college football playoff. You're yeah, keeping, yeah. You're not if, touching. If you're that. the yeah, if you're in the playoff, we we and we could actually move that up too if we yeah, want to. Yeah, I'd be down to move that up. But I was we, looking but, at next year's schedule. I but, think it's too late. Well, move how about it up. This, how about this though? We've got we've got a 12 team playoff next year, right? Yeah. So let the 12 team playoff handle the bowl season, and then if you you know for those teams that want to you know we could put them in a bowl okay. like for spring ball, and you can kind of get a. Get an idea. It gives you a little bit of jump, a little preview. What's going on it's with an the interesting conversation. Hey, so what time is uh, Carter's Corner? 620. Man, you should bring this conversation back up for Carter's is Corner. I'm just saying, being a producer right now. He chirping? He chirping produ- he's chirping, bro. Okay. Let's I don't want to gaslight you guys, but he's chirping. I like this. 620, Carter goes hard. We'll get back in this conversation. I like this, B. You've opened up a can of worms. Let's do a little bit of NFL true or fart, then we'll slide right into the G-bag of the day. That's next on The Fam. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All right, about to get into some true or fart here. A lot of good tags coming in. Uh, 903 Spring Bowl. No previous seniors. Transfer not eligible. Not a good idea for this post-spring bowl game. Uh, Take a postseason game that's almost like a title game for kids and turn it into a meaningless preseason game. Nah, garbage idea. Uh, Y'all already heard Chip Kelly. He's got the best layout for all of this. So appreciate all the texts coming in. Oh no, we we've talked. To, no, 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 no. Chip, Chip, we, Chip. I know this because we've on our show we've talked about forty college football teams mm-hmm. are going to be part of a of a super conference. Chip's just no, no, a Tolo we, and a fan of the G Bag Nation. Chip is stealing ideas yeah, from us is. right now. Yes, we we've known it's all about inventory. It is totally about inventory, and I can't wait to have Carter in here and because. I know he is adamantly against this. So, but yeah, and he's you know he's kind of making some points. We'll see. We'll have a good time talking about it. But yeah, I I just hey, it was just a it was just a thought Dan Mullen threw out there that you, you maybe gives your team a little bit of an opportunity to kind of get an idea of where you're at. Some people love the idea. Yeah. I, I think it's a fun topic. Uh, we'll have the G bag of the day coming up in just moments. Segment brought to you by Soda, State of the Art Weight Loss, and of course Franklin and Frankel. Shout out to both of them. Uh, let's do a little bit of NFL true or fart, though, shall we? All right, we've moved to the red zone as far as the running back conversation goes here on this Sports Center Fantasy Draft Special. True or fart? 
false. Marshawn Lynch matches last year's production. All right, got a couple questions here from a guy. True or fart, Brian. Sam Howell's played his last game as a Washington commander. I would say that's true. I would say that's true. I, I think the commanders are in a a mode right now where, um, you know, and, and they and it's important for some of these guys. Yes, they can't get rid of everybody, but it is important. And they, they made a determination. They started getting rid of Sweat and Young. And, I mean, they, 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 they got rid of some guys. And you got new ownership. New ownership likely going to want their own face of a franchise. Yes, uh, I heard Mike and Reggie talking about it on their show uh, about teams that could potentially you, for quarterbacks. I, you know, I, I think the Commanders are absolute one. I reached out to my friends at the Giants and asked them, and they're like, "Man, that is going to be a difficult decision for us right now." But I would say it's something that we're absolutely going to talk about. Yeah. So there you go. Uh, there's a couple of teams like in your division are going to need new quarterbacks. Yeah, I, I agree. I think that's a true as well. All right, how about this one? Puka Nakua and not C.J. Stroud will win Offensive Rookie of the Year. Man, I'll tell you what. Now, if you're the commanders, let me ask you this, though. I'm not ask, but tell you this. If you're the commanders, you hope you do exactly what the Texans have done. Hire a quality yes. coach and go and get yourself a quarterback. That's yes. your, that, the way the Houston Texans, Houston Texans did that, and with all the problems that they've had with their front office, with all, you know, the Jack Esterbees and all the things that they were dealing with, boy, they completely look, they completely survived this. So good for them for that. Uh, I think, I think, I think it's going to be hard not to give it to the quarterback though. But Puka Nakua has played, it, I, how many, how many receivers did you look at last year? About I felt, 30. I felt like I looked at about 40 of them and I yeah. didn't look at him. No. I'm honest. I, I didn't look at him. I mean, I saw a couple of BYU games, and I saw him play, but I didn't go back and specifically study the individual player like we did. I, I, I mean, I, I watched I, Andre Yoshivas from Press Princeton. Yeah. Who's pretty good. Yeah. He's, he's having a decent rookie right. season with Cincinnati, but Buka kind like of fell through the cracks. Not like this. So, yeah. I, I, I But I, I think they're going to give it to the quarterback. I think uh, Houston might still end up winning that division. Yeah. In which case, they're getting it. So, how about this? Your buddy. Doug Peterson, true or fart? Oh. Jacksonville's going to miss the postseason. Man, I'm going to say who they got left. I, I heard Bassett talking about it, le- who they have left. Have the Colts left? Maybe not. I'm trying to think exactly who. And now you're not sure? I mean, is yeah, the quarter, Carolina the, and, te- and at Tennessee. See, those are, are a four-game losing streak. Those, those two games are winnable. I'm going to say fart. I'm going to say Doug's going to get that thing in they the They still club. find a way to get in there? Yeah, yeah I kind of lean that they probably will. Yeah. Uh, how about this true or fart? Mason Rudolph, who's the new starting quarterback there in Pittsburgh, should be their starter next year. That's fart. I think so, too. Yeah. That's a fart right there. Uh, and then true or fart, we just saw both of these teams, Buffalo and Miami. Mm. Bills are going to end up winning the AFC East. I say that's fart. Because that Buffalo's got to go to Miami at the end of the year, right? Yeah, so basically and, and, it would and take... And Miami at home, I think, is a pretty good... They are. Pretty good They've bet. been really good. but it, So it, that that's what it would take. Obviously, Miami plays Baltimore. They'd lose, yeah. and then you've got the division title the yeah. following week, and Buffalo would win that game. Yeah. I'm going to say fart as well. I think Miami can get revenge and yeah. beat Buffalo the final week of the season. But yeah. well, I agree. Man, that, that, that AFC East is going to be a lot of fun. Uh, all right, last one here I want to give to you, Cowboys style. True or fart, as it sits right now, Cowboys are going to be one and done in the playoffs. Man. And you got a date in Tampa Bay. 
Yep. I think they go on the road and beat Tampa. I think that's... I, I don't think it's going to be easy, but I think they find... I'll tell you what, you get embarrassed at home this weekend or lose this weekend in, in this game, there are going to be a lot more questions that, you know... And if you ask me that, if, if, if you ask me that question next week after, say, a Cowboy loss where they don't handle the running game very well and the offense doesn't score points, I, I would probably lean towards true. But right now I'm going to say fart. I'm going to say they're going to figure things. I, I keep saying they're going to figure things out, and they haven't yet. We'll uh, see. Yeah, it's a fart. They're, they're going to go on the road and win that first game. Yeah, we're being homers they're right now. They're going to do it. Yeah, let me wave for the homer our, flag. For our lady in Oklahoma City. Put it City. this way. I'll put a bet payoff on it. Would you? They're going to go on the road. They beat Tampa in the first round. Bet payoff? They're, they're going to make it happen. All right. I'll put a bet payoff on Got it. Got it. Before they lose to Detroit, I'll put a bet payoff on it. <laughs> All right, let's go to Lucius Alexander for today's G-Bag of the Day. Holiday season, bro. Feel the good. Feel the good. Yeah, yeah. Feel holiday season. Feeling light. Two a.m. Yeah. All right, and Kelsey Bros are our winner of G Bag of the Day so far. What is this day number two for these guys yes. right here? Yes. New Heights podcast. They were talking about the water guys. You know, the guys on the yeah. sideline that squeeze the water into the the players' mouths. Mm-hmm. Pause. Or they go out there on the field and squeeze the water into the players' mouths. I think of uh, Techno Viking. You seen that video, Techno Viking? Techno Viking, he needed some water, and the guy like put the water ball in front oh, of his yes. face a little okay, bit yeah, like yeah, that. that. Yes, yeah. I know what you're talking about. That's Techno Viking, this is my guy. He gave Let's that go. finger to him, dude. <laughs> put that finger in his face. All right, here's the, uh, the Kelsey Bros talking about the water guy. A little bit of hey, yo. Why don't players squirt their own water? Hey, that is such a good question. <laughs> Honestly, such a good question. somebody comes up to me with it already, like right here. Yeah. And all they got to do is just go around from person to person and just like, you want one? I can shoot you real quick. Yeah. It's way easier than handing the bottle and handing it. I don't know. It's maybe not that much easier, but it is convenient. You kind of just know when somebody reaches up to squirt you to open up your mouth. Squirt, yeah. And then you just get squirted. <laughs> but you don't always, like, they don't have to do the squirting. You can do the squirting sometimes. But, you know, when you develop a relationship, you just know when you're about to get squirted on. You develop the relationship. Yeah. You got to have a good relationship with this person squirting. Mm. Yeah. You don't want to just be letting randos squirt on you. I'll let a teammate squirt me sometimes. Mm. Yeah. That's some camaraderie right just there. Sometimes that's a camaraderie. That's some camaraderie. <laughs> <laughs> but sometimes I love it. And you know, you know you're gonna be squirted. Yeah, just sometimes. You gotta know. Yeah. All right, let's see what I got for you boys here. On a hump day! Yeah! How about that? Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Wednesday. Uh Terry Bradshaw, Fox NFL coverage. <laughs> Terry Bradshaw has some words for a Falcons head coach, Arthur Smith, right here. You guys seen this? Heard about it. All right, well, listen. Nothing upsets me more than when someone lies to me, all right? Ooh. I think Desmond Ritter, the third-year guy that drafted in the third year, uh, third year, third round by Atlanta, he was told after week eight, you're my quarterback the rest of the year. I'm not going to bench you. You're my man. Arthur Smith, the head coach, said, not going to bench you. What did he do? Bench Someone him, upstairs him. said, if you don't win out this year, you're going to lose your job, Arthur Smith. And he bends him. So I have no respect for Arthur Smith. Mm. Mess with that young quarterback, Desmond Ritter, like that. You set him back. Play the young man. Leave him alone. Don't lie to him. And he lied to him. And then he needs to get his buff whooped. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Let him know, Terry. He's on his bag right now. I tell you what, though. I hate liars. Yeah, I think. I think. Uh, yeah, I hate a liar more than I hate a thief. 
A liar? Oh. Yeah, yeah. A thief is after my salary. A liar is after my reality. Wow. The griot. Curtis that's Jackson me. right there. And I like that. <laughs> Tell you what, man, that's very profound. Captain <laughs> 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 liars. That's <laughs> 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 profound. I feel you. What were you saying there, brothers? I don't know what I was saying. It's all good, man. Yeah, I don't know. I don't it's remember. Weird. Yeah, yeah, I don't remember. Uh, what else we got right here for you, boys? Uh, live. This is live. Live. Live broadcasting. Live broadcasting. It can be pretty intense. Yeah. You want to? You don't want to make mistakes while you're live broadcasting sometimes because you can't take it back. Right. It happened live. Well, we had a ref that couldn't get his call right during oh. the first responders bowl. <laughs> and I feel like everybody can relate to this, though. Listen to this man's frustrations. I want to take another couple looks at this to see if, if this ball was not maybe another yard Time forward. Out. Texas State. Currently right now. That's their first. Marked the 22-yard line. I kind of feel like it may be closer to and the 21. second timeout. Correction. Full media timeout. So we'll step aside as well. Correction. <laughs> I feel like damn I just it. my pants. I feel like we can relate to that damn it, bro. Oh, yeah. every day. Damn it. Yeah. Correction. Yeah. yeah. Full media timeout. Yeah, yeah. bro. I feel you, man. Can we just scrap that five-hour show <laughs> from ever being listened to? <laughs> oh. Man, uh, let's see. So, yeah. I, we did something yesterday in live radio when I was on. We went with Todd Archer there, and yesterday I just used a word that I knew it was going to get bleeped. Oh, you and, did. And Lucius just immediately hit something, the button. He didn't, yeah, even, yeah. didn't even hesitate. Yeah, I caught you. Gave you a thumbs up. Tell you keep rolling, man. Yeah, I was. Don't just, even focus on it. I just. I, I looked. I said it. I looked over at Lucius, and he just hit the button. It was already taken care of. <laughs> I went. Wow. I went. That's live radio. And then I went and posted and cleaned it up in post so nobody can catch oh, it. Oh, yeah. that's our guy. Yeah, that's my guy right yeah, there. Yeah. That got is. You, a, that's a teammate you, right there. I got you, go. I got you, dude. Uh, you just keep that food coming. You hear what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> what do you got coming Friday? Yeah. Well, we got hey, we got some Jamaican food. What coming. do we have? Oh, oh, Come here, big ups. Got some, some lucky stripe go along with that Jamaican Ooh, food I'm bringing. Jamaican beer, nice. All right, we got a Homer call, which I love Homer <laughs> calls, and an announcer jinx. I love announcer jinxes. Mm-hmm. Combo situation. Uh oh. He put it together. Uh, Pelicans announcer Joe Myers. Oh, Joe Myers. Yeah. Yeah. He wanted a <laughs> he wanted a missed field goal from Jaron Jackson for the Grizzlies. <laughs> yeah. To take it into overtime. You know yeah. what I mean? He's like, yeah. I need these field goals missed, and it happened. Remember, they're twenty three and twenty five at the free throw line. Well, it says the Pels still have a timeout up there. They do have a timeout. Okay. Jaron Jackson. He's not missing. It's loud as For all of you back home. But it being shocked. He's 8 of 8 at the line tonight. He's got 14 points. He's not been able to shoot from the outside, but he's been able to shoot right there. And he didn't get it. That'll do it. Overtime comes. Prayer has been answered. Who's not missing, Joe? Man. Who's well, not missing? I wished it into existence, didn't I? <laughs> Who's not missing? That's awesome. So loud in there, man. That's oh, the best yeah. audio I could get in that situation, yeah. but it was really fire. Good crowd. That's fantastic. All right, you want to vote? Yeah, please. Okay. 
Is it the Kelsey bros going for three-time status? Is it Terry Bradshaw? Don't like liars. The ref can't uh, get his call right. Correction. Or is it the Homer call announcer jinx combo platter? Lucius, who are you voting for? Going for the ref. They couldn't get his call right. I feel like I can relate to that, man. <laughs> I'm going to vote for the Kelsey bros. I think I'll vote for the Kelsey bros as well. They've done it again. Two to one. Going for three time. Will they continue their reign tomorrow? G-bag of the day. See? There it is. Yep. Correction. Every day at 2.30. All right, coming up on next, let's go Krusty's Corner. Style. Yeah, Krusty's Corner. Let's talk about this Lions offense. We'll do that next. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Thanks, L.A. We got NFL News of the Day coming up at the top of the hour. But right now, it's time for Krusty's Corner. And here he is, King of the Krusties, Brian Broaddus. Thank you very much. I know there were some reports about the whole thing with the... Uh, with Evans, Evans, yep. Evans and the uh, the arrest and all. I reached out to a couple of different people in the organization and I was asking about some clarity about that. And this one sounds more like it was on more of a, on ability than it really was the reports that we're hearing from the local media. Uh, no special teams. And they were, he just wasn't helping on the depth at the linebacker spot. And they needed the spot for, well, let's go. And so they'd made the determination. So this one sounded more like an ability thing than it did getting arrested. Okay. So, uh, you know, and if you look at there's a couple of games where he hadn't played, I know the Buffalo game, I think he got 11 snaps, but the last few games, so he has not played. I know the last three games, I think the Buffalo game was the only game he got uh, defensive snaps. So, you know, we can – talk about and kind of maybe point to, oh, well, it was the, the arrest that got him in trouble and got him released. It's It was more about the ability. It's what performance-related, not being is, a special teams contributor. Yeah, this is, this is coming from a couple of different guys. They just took the opportunity? Yeah. Why well, we got this opportunity? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, you smoked some weed. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, we also I, have Matt Wiletsko ready to go. Sweet. Well, We're waiting for you to mess up. Yeah, but they because I, I I can say I mean it, it, it could be, be the easy. marijuana thing is just coincidental. Yeah, like they were planning to make this they move were anyway. They planning on making the move, but I was I could say sometimes sometimes you kind of say oh well he he got arrested that's why you get rid of him. And this one I had two guys tell me no I'm you know they're probably putting their stories together and saying yeah. no this is what we're doing. But this one sounds like more of ability or lack of ability. Than it, than it did with the arrest. But anyway, that's just something. That... I was smoking that. That's great insight. Great insight. There we go. All right, let's talk about the Detroit Lions. This, uh, this team is going to play the majority of their snaps are going to be played in 11 or 12 personnel, three wide receivers or two tight ends. Um, they're going to use an extra blocker on you occasionally. We saw that extra blocker. Uh, earlier in the season against, uh, well, not earlier, but recently against Buffalo. Remember, Buffalo was playing with an extra offensive lineman. Yes, it's our old buddy Dan Skipper uh, from Arkansas ah, is the okay. is the extra blocker they bring in. So, if you remember Buffalo and how they used their extra blocker, uh, it helped them in the running game. So, 
I would anticipate that the Lions are probably going to look at their situation and go, well, we run the ball well enough, but if we have to put the extra blocker on the field, Dallas wasn't very good. They go unbalanced sometime with the extra blocker, and him he becomes the basically the tight end, and they like try and throw him the ball. Like he goes out like a 6'10 guy goes out and tries to catch passes. Oh my gosh. Pretty crazy, but that's the creativity that you have. This team does run the ball very well. Uh, they like to run the ball when golf is under center, by the way. One of the biggest teams in the league, when he's under center, uh, the number 69, uh, 69% is uh, they'll run the ball. So that's fourth best in the NFL, by the way. So when you when you, when when he gets and the reason they do it, uh, golf and put him under center is they like to give these backs a lot of depth and let them have an ability to run. They want they want them to have a running start. And when you get in shotgun and hand them the ball, sometimes you don't let them have that running start. So if the if the lines get into that into under center, uh, there's a seventy percent chance they're going to run the football on you right there. So keep an eye on that one. Pretty high odds. Yeah, pretty high odds. Uh, they have they have some success running the ball off the edge like Miami does. Uh, like 57% of the time, the metrics will tell you that they're going to run the ball to the outside. And 50% of their snaps go to the strong side, so they try and be a little bit balanced left and right. But they're generally going to run to the strong side of their of – their, so when you talk about the strong side, that's where you have your most blockers. But it's one of the best in the league when it comes to yards after contact. Uh, so they've amassed 1,397 yards, which is only behind the Dolphins. So when, they're, when their backs get hit, there's an extra 1,397 yards. Yeah, Montgomery and Gibbs. Yeah. Uh, those are two super talented players. Yeah, we'll get into those cats. Last five games, your quarterbacks struggle a little bit with pressure. Those games yeah. have been Minnesota, Denver, Chicago, New Orleans, and Green Bay. Chicago game is interesting. I watched that one on tape. I was always curious because golf has problems playing in cold weather and outside. So if somehow you can get him in that, they struggled against the Bears. Should you, are you saying open the roof? I'm saying open the roof Let's and, keep, and bring, in open. The, bring in the snowblowers. Make that thing <laughs> that thing is cold. And then and, just clear it as soon as your offense yeah, comes on the field. Yeah, as, as, as soon as as soon as they come on the field, make sure it's snowing. But but yeah, he's really struggled. He's he's 25 of 57 in the last five games. For a hundred for three hundred thirteen yards, one touchdown, two interceptions. That's when he's faced pressure. So that's uh you know something you need to keep an eye on for him. He is playing at a pretty high level though. I mean this guy can make all the throws. He'll he'll throw the ball into some harm's way though. You know like between defenders and stuff. He's yeah, the decision making's been a knock on him throughout a, his career. He times. Is, he is a tight window thrower. Is he sure. uh is he and I think Ben Johnson because he's similar he's similar with this the play action percentage. Yeah, yeah. You know, he's very good with the with the play action yeah. designing. Goff seems very comfortable with that as well. Loves loves playing that way. Uh you're gonna have to worry about uh one of their wide receivers and their tight ends. Amon Ross St. Brown is he's the kind of receiver that doesn't let the ball hit the turf. When it comes in contact with his hands, he's gonna catch it. <laughs> he's uh, his consistency with ball skills and attention to detail are outstanding. He's super competitive, and you can tell by the way he plays the game that it's important to him. Uh, his, like I say, detail-heavy route runner. He hits all the footwork points. You never see him short on routes or anything like that. He is, if he's supposed to be at 12 yards, he gets 12 yards and makes his break. He can put a defensive back uh, where he wants to and then take advantage of that. 
by the way he runs the route, his spacing, his the he, the creases, the things like that. He takes advantages of all those things. Um, you know, he's going to look the ball in. He's going to snare it. There's strength in his hands. You're going to have to deal with him. He he's a problem uh, in these in these football games. I got a couple other guys that I, I think are are decent receivers. Jameson Williams, I thought was going to be a much better player. Yeah, he's dealt with. He missed four games this year because of the gambling situation. He's had suspensions. He's yeah. had injuries, and they keep saying they're going to try and get him more involved in the offense. And but it just, doesn't appear he yeah, is. He just hasn't. He hasn't. I mean, he's. And I, I thought he was going to be a really great football player, but uh, they just haven't got him going like they needed to. Did some research leading up to the draft about this next guy. I'm going to talk about Sam Laporta. Mm-hmm. And Laporta, uh, there was some whispers. Remember that when we were working over there at the Star. Draft night. A lot of cowboy interest there. Dallas had interest. It's true. Dallas had interest. The interest came from Mike McCarthy, was really pushing hard for this player. Good eye. McCarthy and then Linda Wells, the tight ends coach, both were pushing really, really hard for this guy. So, uh, uh, you know, with Cowboys maybe considering him at the first-round pick, as crazy as that sounds, might have been a pretty damn good pick. Yeah, you'd have two (laughs) elite tight ends with Ferguson and and Laporta there. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, this guy Laporta is he's thick, he's compact, he's got massive, uh, he's a, got that lower body power we always talk about, extra burst off the line, excellent burst off the line. He creates separation, he can draw mismatches, he's got a combination of strength and speed. He's a soft-handed player, he's got a solid catch radius, he can win contested balls, but he has had some drops this season though. He's had six of them, which leads the team in drops. But he's a bulldozer with the ball in his hands, okay? He's going to catch the ball and try and kind of run over you. Need to account for him in a lot of ways. We mentioned these backs, Gibbs, Montgomery. They're both quality backs. Uh, I mean, you watch you watch Gibbs play. It's like, you know, we watch a lot of Stars game. It's like he's on ice skates, the way he just glides around he, the field. Gliding he's, is a great way to put it. Light-footed. He does no restrictions laterally or vertically. Excellent tempo as he approaches the defender. He set. He can set blocks up. He gains angles. I mean, he's just really outstanding. I and mean, there was questions about him or B. John Robinson. Which one would you take? And they're both been outstanding players for you. So you're going to have to deal with quality running backs here. I mentioned their offensive line a little bit. I think the left side of their offensive line is a little bit susceptible to maybe some pass rush stuff. Mm-hmm. If they if they do have a problem, I, I do feel like, though, that Jonah Jackson and Taylor Decker on that left side they work well together, but you see snaps where Jackson is having to cover for Decker. You know, like they're like they're, you see the pass rush, and he's having to kind of get over and trying to help for Decker. His eyes are always on the outside. Jackson struggled at times when defenders have tacked his left shoulder. A couple okay. of times in the games I was watching, left shoulder gets attacked, and they were able to get through and get pressure on that. Decker is not the strongest tackle, left tackle, so he doesn't always set his feet. And when rushers want to bull rush him, they could walk him right back into the quarterback. So the left side of their offensive line might be something that the Cowboys can take a little bit of advantage of in this game. And Panay Sewell's one of the best on the right side. 23 years old. The guy started in the league when he was 20. It's unbelievable. Yeah, crazy and, good and player. I mean, how much do you really want to put Micah on Panay Sewell? Go ahead and move him over to the well, left side. he struggled too, some with some inside rush. Too. Okay. There was oh, some and, ins- and Micah's using that yeah, a lot. Yeah, there, some inside rush was able to get Sewell. He's so outside conscious of not getting beat on the edge, but you could kind of take him down inside. I saw a couple of different uh, snaps where he was struggling with that inside inside rush. So this team can run the football. 
The passing, when they get pressure, the quarterback can get a little skiddy on you. And but they've got outstanding tight end and a wide receiver. Got a question for you. Maybe we can bring it up at three twenty about how to handle Sam Laporta. But uh, gotcha. another great edition of Krusty's Corner. Thank you very much, sir. Thank you, sir. Let's do some NFL news of the day. We got Gronk and Micah going back and forth. The Steelers have added a former Cowboy, and the quarterback carousel continues. That's next. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.